Are you feeling stuck in life or in business? Maybe you're not making the money that you know you should be making. Or are you finding yourself in opposing patterns? One minute you're in high performance mode, and the next you feel totally drained and burnt out. If any of that sounds familiar, then this podcast is for you. I'm Brenda Johnson, and this is the Limitless Life Podcast, the place where I help entrepreneurs like you become high performers. After changing my own relationship to money and success so I could turn my passion into profit, I decided it was time to help others do the same. I am obsessed with the power of the subconscious mind and helping you tap into it so you can finally have the limitless life that you're supposed to have. Let's get started. Welcome to the Limitless Life Podcast, or welcome back if you've listened to a couple of episodes. Thank you for being here. This is episode three, and today we are going to be talking about your belief systems and a little bit about your subconscious mind to help you kind of understand where these beliefs come from and how the beliefs you have could be actually holding you back. I'm excited to talk about this because being able to tap into the power of my subconscious mind was literally one of the most important things I did to be able to let go of some of the bullshit stories I'd been telling myself and It allowed me to create a better relationship with money and it allowed me to leave my corporate job, allowed me to have better relationships with people in general. So it's kind of why I'm super passionate about this and super passionate about the subconscious mind. So let's jump right into this. Obviously, there's kind of two parts to our mind. Actually, I want to back up for two seconds. It's really important that when we're talking about this stuff to differentiate the brain and the mind. The brain is like the three pound organ that's inside of your skull. And the mind is like the supercomputer that you have that's running you, running your body. If you were to think about it like your human body is really just a robot and your subconscious and conscious mind are the computer that's running the robot. So obviously we have two parts of the mind, the conscious mind, and that's the the area that has the thoughts, the beliefs that we know that we believe. And then there's the subconscious mind. And that is the larger area that has the beliefs that we don't actually know that we believe. And I'll explain a little bit about that. It's important to understand that our subconscious mind can only accept or reject information. Like it can only do those two things. And subconscious mind is running 24 hours a day. It basically never shuts off. And your subconscious mind will literally prevent you from having more of anything if you can't handle what you already have. I think it was T. Harv Ecker was talking about um, this sort of thing and he had a really great analogy for it and it was about ice cream. If you had a little kid and you, or even you, and you went into the ice cream store and you bought an ice cream and then you came outside and as you're eating ice cream, that freaking ice cream falls on the ground. And then you or the kid says, oh, I want to go back in. I saw this ice cream that has three scoops. I want that ice cream. Okay. You couldn't even handle the single scoop ice cream. You actually think your subconscious brain is going to allow you to have the three scoop ice cream. No, 
that's not going to happen. It just, it literally will prevent you from having more of anything if you can't handle what you already have. Where that gets interesting is it really comes into play with money. If you have a shit relationship with the money that you already have, your subconscious mind is literally going to block you from getting any more money. So all of the people who are like, yeah, I want to like make so much money and I want to be doing this. That's awesome. But you can't even handle the money you have now. And that's how I was before. I could make like a shit ton of money and then the money would just leave because my subconscious mind was like, screw you. You can't even deal with the stuff you already have. We're not giving you more. And like bills would come up or the car would break down, like random things would happen and the money would go. So my belief growing up, which I'll get into, was always that like I was bad with money. So the other thing to understand is that the subconscious mind can do a bunch of things at one time, whereas the conscious mind is really only good at doing one thing at a time. And we're going to do an experiment in a minute (laughs) to prove this point. So some of the functions of your subconscious mind, it stores and organizes memories, obviously. Our subconscious mind keeps a record of everything we've ever seen, heard, smelled, tasted, like everything through our whole life. It keeps a record of it all. The subconscious mind can repress memories, um, especially if there's like unresolved negative emotions attached to them. The subconscious mind can present those unresolved memories for resolution when it feels like it's time to do that. Your subconscious mind preserves the body. So like think about um, the calories you burn and the food you consume and stuff. Your subconscious mind, and this is especially important for people who are trying to lose weight, your subconscious mind will try to keep you safe and avoid restriction or deprivation, especially when you're trying to lose weight. Your subconscious mind loves, 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 loves to serve you. It's literally a goal-getting fucking computer. It will help you get anything you want. But, here's the but, it needs clear direction to follow. Your subconscious generates and stores and distributes and transmits energy Your subconscious really, really needs repetition until a habit is installed. Your subconscious is programmed to seek out more knowledge. So that's where some of these um, beliefs that a lot of people I see, and I used to have them, of, oh, I, I don't know enough. I don't know enough. I need to keep learning. I need to keep learning. So we keep ourselves stuck consuming information instead of like getting our asses out there and actually serving and helping people. Your subconscious, and this is a cool one, does not process negatives. What I mean by that, like it literally doesn't understand negative things. So somebody who says, I want to be debt free, what your subconscious mind hears in that sentence is debt and want. It doesn't understand that you don't want more debt. And so it gets excited and thinks it's doing a favor and gives you more debt. It's like if you were in the room with me and I was like, hey, don't trip over that carpet. And then on the way out, you trip over the carpet that you probably didn't even see. Or like um, 
in the winter time, especially in Canada, everybody's like, oh, everybody's getting sick. Everybody's got the flu. Everybody's got a cold. And if somebody says, oh, I hope I'm not getting sick or I don't want to get sick. Yeah. The second you say that you're already sick because your subconscious mind is like, oh, she wants to get sick. Awesome. The other thing to understand about your subconscious mind is that it works on the principle of least effort. It doesn't actually want to have to work extremely hard. It doesn't, it wants to work smarter, not harder. And last but not least, your subconscious mind takes everything literally and personally. So let's have some fun, shall we? Let's do a little experiment here. I want you to pick up a pen or a pencil or something that's easy to hold. Hold it in between your two fingers. And as you're holding that pen or pencil or whatever it is, I want you to stare at that. And I want you to continue saying to yourself, I can drop it. I can drop it. I can drop it. And keep saying, I can drop it. And then as you're saying, I can drop it, I can drop it, try to drop the pen. Chances are you cannot make the decision to drop the pen when you were saying, I can drop it, I can drop it, I can drop it. Now, as you're saying that, switch the sentence to, I will drop the pen and watch what happens. Your fingers are going to open up and you're going to let the pen fall down. I know what you're thinking. What in the flying fuck was that? (laughs) That was proof that your conscious mind can only do one thing at a time. It can only focus on what you're saying, where you're saying, I can drop the pen, I can drop the pen, I can drop the pen. But you can't take the action to actually drop the pen. I know, it's crazy, right? So let's get into beliefs a little bit here. You have a basic understanding of your subconscious, which, I mean, this podcast is obviously about subconscious stuff. So I'm going to be talking about the subconscious mind over our time together in various different ways. And also understand that I don't really script these. So I'm just going to kind of go where I feel like I'm supposed to go and give you the information that comes out. If there's ever anything that you're like, man, I really want to know about this, just let me know. Shoot me a DM. Totally work it into an episode. So understand that your beliefs rule everything. What you see, what you hear, what you feel, the insights that come to you on a daily basis. They even rule what you focus on. (laughs) Our core beliefs are imprinted on us when we're little kids. There's some debate over whether this is from the age of 0 to 9, 0 to 7, 0 to 12. Doesn't fucking matter. All you need to know is our core beliefs are imprinted on us from the time we're like babies to the time we're young adults. The core beliefs are imprinted on us in three ways. Verbal programming from trusted adults, so like teachers, parents, whomever. Modeling, so monkey see, monkey do, (laughs) and significant emotional experiences, which I like to call C's, S-E-E. If you were a little kid, or when you were a little kid, and you constantly hear things like, 
Oh, you're such a silly kid. Oh, you're never going to amount to anything. Don't be so stupid. Why are you being so dumb? Things like that. That's verbal programming. If you watch your parents or trusted adults around you doing things that you pick up. So like when I was younger, I watched my mom and our neighbor constantly diet. Like They were constantly doing different diets. So... As I got older and when I had weight problems, that's what I knew to be normal was, well, everybody has weight problems. That's normal. And you restrict yourself. You go on a diet and you're miserable. But that was my normal. That was my reality because I modeled that. Significant emotional experiences can happen when people get divorced or someone dies, um, if there's like a trauma or if there's, I mean, they can, anything that has emotion tied to it can create a significant emotional experience. So I hear a lot this um, uh, saying, you know, your thoughts create your reality. That's not entirely true. How it actually works is dominant thoughts lead to dominant beliefs. Those dominant beliefs lead to dominant stories. And those dominant stories become your identity, which creates the reality that you're living in. So an example of this, and when we have, when we have these dominant stories that become our identities, those stories affect how we show up in our life, which is how our reality is essentially being created to some effect. So when I was a little kid, I'm very artistic, okay? Um, when I was a little kid, I had a math teacher tell me that I was bad at math because we had done this math exercise and I guess I really, I can kind of remember it actually. I really just didn't give a shit. <laughs> and so I was just writing numbers down and I remember her telling me, you know, Brenda, you're really bad at math. And I remember her having a meeting with my parents, telling my parents, you know, Brenda's really bad at math. And I remember my parents, who I love like crazy, but I remember them reinforcing that I was really bad at math and I was creative, so I should just focus on being creative. So my entire life, up until um, like a year and a half ago, so I would have been, hold on my now, 44, 43, 42, up until the age of 42, I was convinced that I was bad at math. Well, that's a fucking problem because you know what math is related to? Money. So my entire life, not only did I think I was bad at math, I was bad with money because money and math are related. It's kind of fucked up, right? So <laughs> turns out I'm actually not bad at math. I'm pretty good at math. I remember getting um, my first job when I was 13. Technically, you weren't really supposed to work when you're that young, but my friend's dad was a manager somewhere and he, I got a job. It was really cool. I was making a whopping $75 a week and I thought I'd hit the jackpot. <laughs> but the job was working at a movie theater. And back then, they didn't have all these like fancy computers where you punch everything in and it gives you the total and tells you how much change to give people. You literally had to add in your head. And I remember 
being terrified of starting that job because my belief was that I was bad at math. How the fuck was I going to add and subtract things in my head? Like, how was I going to do that? (laughs) So, like I said, our stories affect how we show up in life. (laughs) And if we want to succeed at anything, the negative limiting beliefs that we have, they need to be replaced by new empowering beliefs. So... Basically, as you're changing and creating and replacing beliefs, you're changing your self-image. You're becoming a new person. So when you decide who you want to become, you have to figure out what is what is everything about that person? Like what do they believe? How do they act? How do they look? How do they feel? In other words, you are going to need to begin to act like the sort of person that you wish to become. It's your self-image. And when I say that to people, when I'm like, well, who do you, who do you need to become? They're like, well, why, why do I have to become anybody different? Um, because the person you're being right now is not getting you the results that you want. Huh. Crazy. You also have to understand that your subconscious mind does not know the difference between real and unreal. It accepts what you feed it. (laughs) It's like that saying, you are what you eat. You're also what you think. Actually, you're probably more so what you think. So as you're stepping into this version of you that you need to become, you need to act as if. So if you're looking to have more abundance in your life, you need to act as though you already have that abundance. And I'm not saying go out there and spend a shit ton of money and get yourself in debt. Like it can be as simple as not having holes in your underwear. I know that sounds ridiculous, but it's true. Like would the abundant, happy, healthy version of you be walking around with your holy gym underwear? That's what I call them because my gym underwear always used to have holes. I don't know why. (laughs) So It's about acting as if you are already the person you need to become. And that is how we begin to change our thoughts so we can change our life. Whoa, crazy, I know. So the way to go about doing this, obviously, is identify what your current beliefs are. Grab a pen. And if you're one of those people that's trying to change your money mindset, for example, which is like the majority of people I work with, Write down how you feel about money. How does money make you feel? Does it make you feel yucky? Does it make you feel excited? Do you think that hard work equals success? Have you been told or heard all your life that money is the root of all evil? Do you treat your job as a source of income? Do you tell people, oh, I don't need the money. It's not about the money. Do you think that somehow rich people are bad? Do you believe that money is going to make you unlovable? Or that people are going to abandon you? Do you believe that you can't make money quickly? Or that keeping money is hard? Write it all down. When you get a letter in the mail from the government, the tax people, I'm in Canada, so I'm going to say the CRA, When you get a letter from them, do you want to throw up on yourself? 
Because I used to be like that. I would get a letter from them and I'd be like, oh my God. And I'd freak out. Because normally to me, that meant I had to pay money or something was going to happen, whatever. So literally, like, ask yourself, what, what are your current feelings about money? Money and success. Because here's the other thing. So years ago, okay, I got to back up a second again. So ever since I was a little kid, I've known I'm supposed to help people. I just have. I didn't know in what capacity. And so years ago, I would say, oh, yeah, I want to be so successful and I want to be traveling around the world. I want to be speaking on huge stages. I want to be doing all this stuff. And I realized just last year, like, I'm kind of a homebody. As much as I I love speaking on stages, I love being in front of a lot of people, and I love traveling. But once or twice a year, I don't want to travel every single fucking weekend. I, I'm a homebody. I like to be home with my boyfriend and my dog and my cats. Like, that's how I recharge. And so it's funny Because although conscious mind was like, yeah, I want to do all this fucking awesome stuff and travel all the time and never be home. My subconscious was like, the fuck you do? No, you don't. So you need to ask yourself, honestly, what do you honestly want? What do you truly want? Because if you have opposing um, beliefs, you're going to spin around in circles and you're going to get frustrated and you're going to be like, I don't even know why this is happening. (laughs) I know. Crazy, right? It's crazy. So once you begin to identify your beliefs and you are going to create new empowering beliefs, like anything, it takes repetition and practice. Literally the new programs that you're installing in your subconscious mind, you have to nurture them just like you nurture clients that you work with. When you're programming or reprogramming your subconscious mind, you literally have to repeat things until it's totally accepted by your subconscious mind. Because like I said, subconscious does not understand what is real and what is imagined, but you have to keep repeating it until the subconscious accepts it. It's like reprogramming a computer. You don't run the program and then stop it halfway through and expect it to be fixed or upgraded. It's not how it works. And after the new programming is accepted by your subconscious mind, it should be repeated periodically to ensure that it remains the dominant thought pattern and the dominant belief, which is why when people are working with me, it's not that they have to work with me for the rest of their lives, but they do find it useful to do check-ins and do tune-ups. Let's call it a tune-up. The other thing to understand with your subconscious mind when you're reprogramming it is that um, the conscious mind, like your awake mind, lives by time, past, present, future, where... The subconscious mind only lives in the present. And so when you're creating these new beliefs, when you're creating your affirmations, when you're creating whatever you want to call them, they have to be done in the future, or sorry, they have to be done in the present tense. Because 
as far as your subconscious mind is concerned, the future never arrives. Like it never gets here. So if you're like, I'm going to be happy when I have more money, you're never even fucking be happy because that's a future tense and your subconscious is, doesn't understand because the future never arrives. You live now, you live in the present. So a way to change that is saying things like, I'm happy now. I am choosing to be happy now. And all of the stuff that I'm telling you, by the way, like some people are gonna be like, oh, that's such woo woo. No, it's fucking science. <laughs> like neurotransmitters in our brains, in our mind, travel both ways from our body, body, from our mind to our body and our body to our mind. And so once your subconscious mind accepts the concept of what you're trying to install, like being happy, for example, then that message in turn is sent to all of the cells in your body. And your body responds by acting happy. So that's why I'm always telling people, you have a choice. You have a choice every second of the day. If you're feeling miserable and down, you have a choice to change that and feel happy. You also have to understand that your subconscious mind is only going to accept one concept to be true at a time. So even though it can do a million things at a time, it's only going to accept new programming one at a time. So it's good, good, it's good, it's good to figure out what your main core belief is that you want to reprogram and then start working on that. And like I said, your subconscious mind doesn't know the difference between what's true and what you think is true. So as you're saying your new affirmation, I mean, I'm a big fan of affirmations. I know a lot of people are like, oh, affirmations are so wishy-washy. Call it whatever the fuck you want. Call it a power statement. Call it a new program. Call it whatever you want. <laughs> I'm going to use the word affirmation. So as you're saying these new affirmation statements, you're reprogramming your subconscious mind to accept these thoughts as your new reality. And as it does, it will create the changes in your life to match this new inner reality. So one of my favorite things is when I'm working with clients, and say we're working on like a money mindset thing, and then they realize that as they open up to receiving more abundance in their life, they're also opening up to receiving more love and more compassion, and the relationships in their lives start to change. People start to come into their lives and have more in-depth conversations. Happier people start to come into their lives. Opportunities start to come into their lives. Because what happens is as you shift your thought patterns, you are more open to seeing possibilities instead of limitations. It's really, really, really fucking cool. And this is why I love what I'm t like what I do with people. So for example, a great affirmation um, for people shifting money mindsets or even looking for love or just public speaking, whatever you're doing. A great one is, I am now confident and strong. Saying that, I am now confident and strong. Writing it, saying it, feeling it. Attaching emotion to stuff is so important. And as you say these types of affirmations, you are increasing your experience of that quality. So as you say, I'm now confident and strong, and you keep saying it, and you keep feeling it, and you keep feeling it, and keep feeling it, and keep believing it, guess what starts to happen? 
you start to experience more situations where you're like confident and strong and feeling amazing. It's awesome. (laughs) One of the other things that people need to do if they want to change their programming, change the beliefs, change the thought patterns is become very self-aware. And what I mean by that is a lot of people, it's human nature. If something is going well, you tend to find yourself saying things like, oh, this is way too good to be true. wonder when that other shoe is going to drop or when is this all going to go to shit? Stop fucking doing that. When you become self-aware and you catch yourself with these limiting thoughts, I'm challenging you to imagine things getting even better. Everything always goes my way. There's a great statement for you. Everything always goes my way. Remember, your thoughts create beliefs, which is then create your reality. So pay attention and become aware of your limited thinking. Takes baby steps. Figure out what one core belief is that you want to shift and then shift it. So if we're going back to the money mindset thing, if one of your beliefs around money is that money is hard and hard work equals success, flip that on its ass. Money flows easily to me. Like, that's as simple as it gets. Money flows easily to me. Prosperity is attracted to me. Start shifting the way you think. Act as if you are already the person that you want to become. If you want to have more abundance in your life, if you want to have more success in your life, act as if you are already that person because subconscious mind doesn't know the difference. And that's how you're going to reprogram things. So remember, step one, you got to deal with your mindset. Figure out what your current beliefs are. Step two, you're going to take action. You're going to do this by starting to Create new empowering statements, creating new empowering thoughts. That's where the affirmations come in. And step three, you're going to continue down this path by repeating these things, by acting as if you are already the person that you need to become. And I like that's actually as easy as it is. That's, that's how easy it is. When you start to do this, you're going to be shocked at how fast things start to shift and change and grow and get better for you. So give these things a shot. Do the pen exercise we did earlier. Like, I want to hear from you. I want to hear about all of the things that start shifting in your life and how fast they start shifting for you simply by changing the way you're thinking and more importantly, simply by becoming aware of what you're thinking. So let me know how it goes. I I can't wait to hear from people saying, man, is it actually this simple? Yeah, it is. So until next time, I'm going to leave you with that. Thank you so much for joining me today. You have no idea how much I love and appreciate you for taking time to listen because shows like this are not possible without people like you. You can find me over on Instagram at underscore Brenda Johnson. Tag me to post and let me know what your favorite episode has been. And if there's something that you want to hear, let me know. Shoot me a DM and I'm always going to get back to you. I want this podcast to help as many people as possible. So please take a moment if you can 
to leave me an honest comment and review so I know what you think of the show. And if you could, help me spread the love by hitting that share button.